Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women who are on a path to claim more for themselves by curating a life, style, and business of their design. Here, we step into who we are meant to be with audacity, ownership, full expression, and of course, style. I'm your host, Christy Russell, image consultant, speaker, and coach, whose goal is to help women rise by helping them transform their lives as they step into a world of possibilities and the woman they are meant to become. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode. As always, I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. How many of you have ever felt like no matter how much you seem like you want a certain style for yourself, it never seems to stick? Like maybe you've done the Pinterest board, you've watched the videos, you've seen someone else with a certain style and you think, oh my God, I would rock that. Or you just think, I would love to wear that. That is so me. Like I, that's the style that I want for myself, right? But it never sticks. Maybe you've tried one thing or another and it just doesn't, doesn't resonate or you don't seem to stick with it even though it's what you truly desire or perhaps you never seem to purchase the thing that you really want to wear and instead you always revert back to what feels familiar. So maybe you're someone that wants a more edgy or creative style but instead you're reverting back to I don't know let's say leggings and a tee or something far more casual or classic than what you would want for yourself. I know there's a lot of you nodding along. (laughs) This is something that's come up with many clients that I've worked with over the years. And I know that this can be a frustrating cycle for us when we are wanting to adjust our style. You know, we can see the end result. And yet, despite that, even though we know exactly what we may want for ourselves, we know that we're holding ourselves back, right? And that's so frustrating because it's like, come on. I know what I'm wanting, but I just never seem to embrace it, or I've got another reason why I can't embrace it just yet. That is what we're talking about in today's episode, because it is a very real thing that comes up with women all the time. It's come up quite a few times, actually, in Rise Through Style, even, where women are hesitant to either buy the thing that they really want to wear, or they know exactly what they want to wear, but again, only stick with it for an outfit or two, and then seem to go back to the comfort zone. And so I want to break down some of the most common reasons as to why I believe this transpires. Now, of course, there's many other reasons that this could take place, but these are the ones that I think are the biggest because style, in my opinion, is just such an onion. It layers so much into who we are as people. And so, of course, these are just some more generic tips. So if you don't resonate with any of these, of course, let them fall away. But they're what I believe to be the biggest reasons that we hold ourselves back from embracing a style. And this is why our style feels so hard or heavy, maybe is a better word. Um, because we just never seem to fully embrace the thing that we ultimately want. So the first reason for this is because of identity, identity. And this can be challenging because it's how we see ourselves. Our self-image or identity is what we believe to be true about who we are, how people see us, what we think we're capable of, or who we think we can be. Who am I to do that? How, who am I to dress this way? And so our identity is very powerful because it's based on thoughts we keep thinking over and over and over again, and we're reaffirming to reaffirming them sorry, to ourselves so much so that it becomes a belief and a part of who we are. 
Because that's really all identity is or a belief is. It's just a thought we keep on thinking, right? And so part of our thoughts can be because of our surroundings, what we've heard growing up, who we surround ourselves with currently, things that we tell ourselves about who we are, right? Our own thoughts that we've created. But this identity and what we think of ourselves always shows up in our closet and shopping choices, okay? It always shows up in our closet and shopping choices because... We are dressing our character. And so if we're used to viewing and describing ourselves in a certain way, then shopping choices that end up in our closet is always going to reflect our current point of view, our current identity. It's going to reaffirm our identity, right? And so when we want to make changes in how we see ourselves, I think style can be a really fun way to do that because you're kind of stepping into the new character, the new identity that you're claiming for yourself. And seeing yourself dressed differently when you look in the mirror can be incredibly powerful, in my opinion. It can be exhilarating and exciting and reaffirming in a new way of who we believe we are and allowing ourselves to really claim that power, that goddess energy for ourselves. But since our brain always wants to default to what is familiar, it really takes a new level of self-awareness and intention to choose something different, to choose that new identity identity, sorry, for ourselves when we know that that's what we want. And so a lot of the time, you know, we are shopping last minute. You're thinking, my God, I barely have time to run my the rest of my life. Like, how am I going to have time to shop? That's what a lot of clients tell me. And so oftentimes if we're in a rush to shop, you know, a lot of the intentional choices that we would like to make for ourselves can go out the window. And sometimes we forget about the new identity that we're choosing to step into. And as a result, we end up buying the same thing we've always bought. And this is why I know a lot of women, if I open your drawers right now, you got the same sweater or shirt in multiple colors. (laughs) The one that you like how it looks on your body. And because it was a no brainer, you just buy it on all the colors that are available. I think Oprah's actually admitted to doing that in past two. (laughs) So you're definitely not alone. Definitely not alone. But again, if we want that new style, we have to shift the identity and the intentionality behind our shopping if we want the different result. It's like someone beginning a healthier lifestyle for you to think of it that way. You know, there's a moment at the grocery store when we can choose the snacks that are whole, nutritious, and nourishing, knowing that that is ultimately what our higher self wants. Or we can default perhaps to the chips or candy or something that's less desirable in terms of our current goals. And so again, there's that split decision in that moment. Am I choosing to side with my higher self, the new identity, the woman that I want to be, or am I siding with what feels most comfortable, the results I'm creating currently, who I'm being right now in this moment. And this is not to say that who you were being in this moment or who you've currently been is bad or wrong or anything like that. But if you're not happy with the result that she's ultimately creating in this moment, it's just a moment for us to be like, huh, isn't that interesting? I think I would really like to make the baby step and choose the next step that would help me begin the new journey with my new identity, my higher self, if you will, right? Because our style is the same way. We need to begin seeing ourselves as the stylish woman that dresses for her desires and start choosing things the same way she would. And before you know it, the more we make choices that she would make, you'll end up looking in the mirror and you'll be like, damn, 
I look good. I like her style. I like what's in my closet. Now, this is not an overnight process, but the more we choose and side in her favor every single time we do things, especially when it comes to our shopping choices or how we choose to dress ourselves in the morning, because it's always, it's always a choice, the more we're going to feel happy with the end result. And so if you hear yourself saying things like, oh, well, I only ever wear, you know, t-shirt and leggings or, oh, you know, I always look so frumpy next to everyone else. You know, that's your identity being sneaky and showing you what you truly believe about yourself. And so asking like, what language you, would you choose to use as your the most stylish version of yourself? What would she say about her style and how she shows up every day? You know, you can grab a piece of paper and even write that down as an exercise. You know, what, what are the affirming words she would use to describe herself? How would she think about how she gets dressed in the morning? What would she ultimately choose from the closet she has right now to make her feel her most radiant and beautiful? Because there's always something that we can work with in our current means right now. It doesn't always mean that we've got to go shopping. How would she shop your current closet? How would she tackle a busy day if she's got to run around, right? Like those are things that you can start to chew on. And by simply giving yourself that exercise in terms of identifying with your higher self, identifying and creating the identity of this higher version of yourself who has the style that you want. And again, just leaning into her a little bit more every day. You can tweak by 1% every single day or even just 1% every week. That's 52% better by the end of the year. That is huge. So identity is a really big one, right? And this is, again, it's sneaky for all of us. It's something that takes a lot of self-awareness, but it can be the reason that we often feel like we're put up against a wall, for lack of better wording, when trying to work on our style because it's bumping up against who we believe we are and what we think we can ultimately do, wear, say, etc. And so again, you want to be able to write that down or just be mindful of it when you're shopping. See what voices pop up. Is it your higher self talking? Or is it your present self-talking? Now, the second reason that often can feel challenging when trying to embrace our style or what can often come up is fear. Now, this often can roll into the identity piece, but I feel like it really does need its own discussion because sometimes when we make the conscious decision to choose what our higher self would, even though we feel good about it, okay, we feel fabulous. It's like, high five me, I did the thing. I bought the top that feels good. I got dressed today in a way that makes me feel like a goddess. You know, whatever. Like, I gold star for me today. <laughs> like, I, I one, one, uh, one siding in the direction of my higher self. And so even though we've done that, fear can still creep in. And I feel like we've probably all had this experience. Like, how many of you have bought something that you love and maybe it was like the super exciting thing. And you're like, oh my God, this would be such a moment to wear. Oh my gosh, like this would be so exciting. And I feel like the most next level badass when I wear something like this. But, but it's hiding in your closet currently. Unworn. Tag on. What? Why do we do that? This is often just because of fear. And this is something, again, that is very normal. But often once we've chosen our higher self and we've made the purchase, right? Gold star in our direction. <laughs> okay. We ride the high initially only to have mind drama soon flare up. Thoughts like, oh my God, who am I to wear this? What are people going to think when I wear this? I'm going to be seen as, and you can fill in the blank here, too bold, too quirky, too kiddish, too old fashioned, too sexual, etc. Right? 
Have any of you ever thought those things? Or that someone's gonna judge you? This is a normal experience because this is part of you challenging your identity. That's why your brain starts squirreling away, okay? Because your brain does not like it when you try and give it something new to embrace. Our brain is hardwired to find all the potential threats in our world, whether it's real or imagined, that could arise when we do something new, which is why it offers up all these horrible things, <laughs> the what ifs, after we've done something that feels courageous or exciting to us. Isn't that nice of our brain? <laughs> As an example of this, I actually remember feeling this way exactly when my hair was silver back in the day. How many of you remember that era? We're going back, my gosh, I think like 2015 or something like that. But I was on a path to make my hair like super platinum. I wanted more of like a cream white. And um, so I was playing outside of my color palette because YOLO, sometimes you just got to have fun and go rogue. Um, but in happenstance, the toner initially done by my stylist was a little bit more silver than like more of a white, if you will, when I first had it done. And initially, I remember looking in the mirror and I thought oh my God, this is like really edgy. Like I have, I was never even the person as a teenager that colored her hair a wild color. Like I never went down rainbow bright road. And so this all felt very wild to me. <laughs> and although I can have quirky moments in my style, for most part, I would consider myself fairly conservative. And so this was really a big shift for me when I looked in the mirror, even though I really liked it. Silver hair was having like a kind of a trendy moment at that time too. And... I remember thinking when I looked in the mirror, like, am I this badass? Like, can I be this edgy and cool? Because <laughs> I like, I'm, I might be quirky. I might be bubbly. I might be a lot of things, but I would never identify, identify myself anyway as like super edgy or cool. <laughs> and so when I looked in the mirror, I'm like, oh my God, I'm kind of a badass. Like, look at me go. And so I remember that time period where all of a sudden I started experimenting with other things in my fashion that I had not currently. And I remember feeling like people were staring at me, which I mean, some people were not in a bad way, but like, I just felt like everyone was looking at me because I had silver hair walking around and it just felt very alarming to me for like the first like week or two, I would say, but it was an identity shift. And so I had to allow all those fearful thoughts to come up and still choose the higher self anyway. Now, it wasn't the exact hair color I wanted in that moment, but I wouldn't have left the salon, to be clear, if it wasn't something I was okay with. I'm okay with speaking my mind. But because my instant reaction in the chair was like, oh, I like it, but... I knew that it was something that I needed to embrace. And this is something I've said to a lot of my clients as well, is that, you know, if someone, let's say, invites us to something, or we want to wear something, or we want to do something in our businesses, and it feels exciting, and we have that instant heart connection, soul connection, that gut reaction where it's like, yes. And then there's the moment where our brain shifts, and all of a sudden there's a but, like, but... What if this doesn't work? But what if I can't? What but blank, 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 fill in the blank. That's where ego and shadow kicks in. That's not your higher self talking. Okay. And so this is one of those moments where it's like, am I going to choose the higher self or the shadow self in this moment? And again, neither right or wrong. There's no judgment here. There's many times where I have been freaked out 
And I chose to stay where I was in that moment because that felt best to me. But at the same time, I gotta say, anytime I've chosen the higher self, it's really exciting. It's terrifying, but it's really exciting. And it's always worked out better than I could have ever imagined. I ended up rocking that silver hair. I'm pretty sure for almost three years, which is wild. Maybe not that long. Two for sure. Maybe three. (laughs) You guys will have to comment on, uh, come over to Instagram and hang out with me if you haven't already. And let me know, do you remember the silver hair era? (laughs) But overall... When I chose my higher self in that moment, it unleashed a side of me that I am so grateful for because since then I've become more daring with my fashion, my thoughts, and I've consistent, well, not consistently, I shouldn't say all the time, but more often than not, I choose to side with anything that feels good. And I'm so proud of that, right? And the other thing too that I'm also grateful for in that experience is those thoughts like, oh my gosh, people are going to judge me. What are they going to think? I was showered with so much like lovely, um, reaffirming comments during that time, people that loved my hair, even some of the women that I would have thought would have absolutely hated it had said some really, really nice things. Now, maybe they were thinking something in the back of their mind. I don't know, but they were so lovely and it just made me feel good. And I was so happy that I allowed myself to just play. How often do you just let yourself play and be or enjoy something just because you enjoy it, right? Because style, as much as it is a tool, is also a way for us to enjoy ourselves, right? Don't forget to play in the process. Now, next point on why embracing our style feels hard is we are uncomfortable with the unknown. You may think to yourself, how will things change if I begin embracing what I want or who I am? This also ties in with our fear and identity. And the reason for that is because we like to be comfortable and not deal with emotions that feel sticky, or sometimes we simply don't do things because we don't want to go through the period of discomfort. Again, you have to go through things to come to the other side, right? We can't avoid them. And so some people, some of you may be listening, thinking, well, how is there discomfort when you embrace your style? And so some of that can be from the messiness of learning to dress a different way, right? You've become familiar and it's almost second nature to just dress the way that you've always dressed. And so sometimes, let's say if you're wanting something more creative or edgy, you know, that's going to require a learning curve, right? A feeling of awkwardness, feeling like you don't know what you're doing or that maybe you feel like you're not doing it well or feeling like you're going to be judged, whether that's by you, you're judging yourself or others or the discomfort of not being able to control how others will react to your change because they don't like discomfort or change themselves, right? (laughs) You know, sometimes you hear of, you know, a friend in a, a circle that's made a drastic change. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe you've got a friend circle where, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing more with like those in like maybe early twenties that are like, you know, party, party days, right? I feel like many of us have been there. And maybe one friend all of a sudden is like, you know what? I don't really, I don't really want to do this. This is not my thing anymore. You know, I've taken up, you know, a healthier lifestyle. I'm not drinking anymore. I'm not, I'm not partying anymore. I'm not doing this. It leaves a feeling of discomfort sometimes with the rest of the dynamic because they're forced to look at how they show up too. And not in a way where they're, how they're showing up is currently wrong, But sometimes when we also embrace a style that we love, it forces the people around us to look at their own style, right? Just by contrast. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but sometimes it can feel 
uncomfortable because other people don't want to feel uncomfortable, right? And so I love style for this reason, because it's such an incredible catalyst for beautiful shifts into our higher self and identity, right? But in that process, there's often a releasing that comes with it. So releasing things both energetically and emotionally. And sometimes that can feel messy, but I often feel like it's almost always exhilarating and empowering. So I don't want to make it sound like it's always bad and all this drama is going to come up in your mind. <laughs> I don't want to put that in your mind, but it can happen. And so when someone tells me that they have a hard time embracing their style truly, it's usually some of these points that I've touched on, right? Because whether it's us changing or we're affecting change in those around us, change sometimes can be both a beautiful and messy thing. And sometimes we have to be okay with the messy process. There's nothing bad about it while we're figuring things out. Just like a baby, the first time they start to, you know, walk, you know, it's a bit messy for a while. Sometimes they crawl, they, and then when they start to stand and go to take their first step, they might tumble or wobble a little bit. And they may not nail it the first time, but they get up and try again. And maybe they get a couple steps, but you know, it's still messy. And then they fall on their bum or, or whatever. And so they keep going, right? They want to walk. And so just like you want to have your style, you got to take the first step and, and feel into the discomfort, right? And recognize again, it's just temporary. It's not a forever thing. It just feels more unknown and feels like it might last forever because it's so new to you at the moment. Now, one of the bigger reasons why I also feel like a lot of women hold back in their style is due to comparison, right? I feel like comparison has happened to so many of us, myself included. And it can be that you spend far too much time comparing the worthiness of your desires against someone else, right? Like the worthiness of your style against someone else. So maybe you're thinking that someone else is better or more stylish. And so maybe instead of, you know, embracing the style you want, you think you should maybe adjust your barometer and adopt of maybe like a little bit more of like, what's trending? What is everyone else wearing? And in my opinion, this is a form of self-sabotage. To me, this is the shadow side of your energetic code, which is your style personality, which I'll cover more with all of you in future. But what you desire in your style is perfect for you. And if you would just allow yourself the pleasure of embracing it just a bit, you would see how magnetic and energizing your world could truly be and how funny it would be that you would even entertain thinking that your style is not good enough or that you should dress like somebody else, right? Because you allowing yourself to be nothing other than who you are is one of the most simple and empowering things in life. But yet I know it's one of the things that is the most challenging for all of us to embrace. And that's simply because our identity, our thoughts, everything gets rolled into everything. And so this really comes down to the question of like, how can you best lead yourself? How can I best lead myself through the situation and claim what I know is true for me and my highest self? Because again, I can tell you so many women that I've worked with over the years have all had comparison at some point or another. And every time they've just simply chosen to tap into what they desire instead, all of that comparison just falls away because the feeling that they get as a result of just stepping into their own magic is just like, it's like they're of course, like I'm not even going to bother with anything like that. Like it just wouldn't make sense to. Now, Another reason why embracing style can feel hard is you feel you need to be a different size. Listen, 
You are making yourself miserable with that mentality. I'm just going to give it to you straight, okay? You are delaying your happiness for no reason. I have styled many men and women of all shapes and sizes over the years, and all of them can have killer style, okay? You just have negative thoughts about your body currently and think, the keyword here, think that you'll have better thoughts about your body at a different size. And maybe you will, right? Because you've, you've convinced yourself that you're going to feel better about your, yourself at a different size. But the truth is, is you can choose to have those thoughts about your body now. You can choose to have those thoughts about your body now. You've just programmed yourself in an identity where you're choosing not to have nice thoughts about your body. And I get it because this is a really tough thing for so many women. And it's not even that you have to feel, you know, like super happy about your, your body right now, but even just something neutral so you're not tearing yourself down is better. So if you think you're going to think a certain way about the body that you want to have, quote unquote, want to have, down the road, ask yourself how you can borrow the thoughts that you think you'll have and embrace those now or embody those as much as possible now. So if you think, oh, I'm going to love my style at that, at that shot size or shape or whatever, whatever transformation you're looking for, ask yourself, how can I love my style now? How can I love my shape with the style I have now? How can I dress my body to love my style now? right? Those are powerful. Or again, like you might think like, God, I'm so hot and sexy at this whatever size, right? Like the size that you, again, that you're wanting to have potentially. And then asking like, how can I feel hot and sexy now? Because that's available to you. It's available to all of us. Sexiness, confidence, all that. That's a thought, feeling sexy or confident, right? Our thoughts about how we're feeling in our skin in that moment, right? Those feelings are evoked by thoughts that we're thinking about ourselves in that moment. So how can you borrow those thoughts and start embracing them now? The reason I say this is because your journey in health style or in general will feel so much longer and more miserable when you are choosing to dress in things that hide you, that don't support you, that you don't like, or that doesn't feel like you. And I know because this is what so many clients have told me over the years. I can't stand it anymore. I don't like what I'm seeing in the mirror. I'm so sick of it. I need to dress in a way that makes me feel better because we're creating a story for ourselves every single morning when we get dressed. What character are you stepping into that day? What is she saying about herself to herself? And so you deserve better than that. And not only this, but you'll take better care of yourself when you look in the mirror and are taking better care of yourself, right? Style, in my opinion, is self-care. And I know some people say, well, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of money if I'm transitioning sizing. And I totally get that. But who said you have to spend a lot of money? You don't. You could maybe even tweak some pieces in your closet just with a few simple alterations to have it fit you in a way that feels good. And you may all suddenly start to wear the piece a lot more. Or you can buy a few beautiful things that make you feel absolutely gorgeous. That could be accessories or clothing, but it doesn't have to be a lot. And if it's clothing, remember, you can always alter when you need to. I feel like a lot of people, you know, we get the vision in our mind of what not to wear back in the day where, you know, Stacy comes and like burns everything in a bin. <laughs> and that doesn't necessarily happen because we've transitioned in sizing, you know, depending on, 
you know, the weight loss or gain, you know, a lot of clothing can be let out or taken in up to quite a few sizes, actually, especially if you take it to a really good dressmaker, they can work some magic. I love, you know, local independent tailors or dressmakers. They are worth their weight in gold. They're absolutely sensational. And this way you can get things that feel good or special to you and have them carry with you on your journey. But it's so lovely because then you get to stretch your investment so much further whilst also allowing you to feel like the goddess that you are because you deserve that. If any of these points resonated with you, come hang out with me on Instagram. Let me know. I would love to hear what resonated with you the most. And of course, if any of you need any help, come join Rise Through Style, where we tackle being and embodying the woman of your design in full. We talk about mindset, style, little business here and there and the energetics of it all. I would so love to have you. I'll leave the link for it in the show notes. If you loved this episode, I would be honored if you would head over to iTunes and give it a five-star rating so we can reach more women, feel empowered, and rise. And if you want more goodness to help you glow up, I would love to have you join me on Instagram. My handle is linked in the show notes or to join my newsletter where you will get a free wardrobe basics checklist along with must have styling tools that will change your wardrobe as soon as you join. Sending you all the love to the moon and back and I will catch you in the next episode.